Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast. The Fit Dad Lifestyle is a community and supplement brand where fathers support other fathers throughout the journey of fatherhood. We believe that maintaining a healthy lifestyle isn't about crash diets and the latest workout craze. Instead, we offer dads the education, resources, and support they need to maintain a balanced lifestyle long term. There aren't a lot of dedicated community groups for dads, and we know that men are generally less likely to talk about the challenges they face in life. So we wanted to go above and beyond the meal plans and quick fixes and offer a way for fathers to communicate in a helpful, negative-free environment. Whether it's supporting your partner when a new baby arrives, balancing work and the kids, or just fitting in time to get your health and fitness back on track. This podcast aims to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be the best father that you can be and the leader that your kids want to see you be every day. It's brought to you by Fit Dad Fuel. Fit Dad Fuel is our supplement range. Our supplement range helps support this podcast, the workouts, the online education, and the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes to help keep everything as cost-free as possible for dads worldwide. Enjoy the episode. Here it is, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 125 of the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast. Today, we've got a special guest, Ryan Milcher. So, Ryan, father, Iraqi combat veteran, and founder of the Order of Man. So, mate, welcome to the podcast. What's going on, man? Great to be here. Looking forward to it. Mate, thank you. And, mate, can you tell the listeners a little bit about you and where you're from? Uh, yeah, I'm from... Uh... I'm from the States. I don't know how many of your listeners are, are from the States, but uh, yeah, I, I grew up primarily in Utah. I moved my family here to Maine uh, about two years ago and uh, started this podcast and this movement called Order of Man about six years ago. And it's been, man, it's been a, a, a tremendous journey, a tremendous uh, opportunity for me to learn and grow and develop myself as a man, as a father, husband, business owner, leader in my community. So we're on a good ride, man. Excited about it. Mate, I love that. And yeah, mate, 70% of our uh, listeners are actually American, um, which is Perfect. which is bizarre. Yeah. So mate, there'll be a yeah. lot that know exactly where that is. And um, mate, Utah, Utah was, we, we did a big road trip around America before the world uh, shut down. And um, mate, Utah was one of the spots that we would move to tomorrow. It was absolutely amazing. Where did um, you go in Utah? Do you remember? Um, it was more just the touristy uh, things. So like Horseshoe Bend and then all the Mon- Monument Valley and just all the, right. around that sort of area. Um, yeah, Utah's incredible. Yeah, mate, it was just, I think the scenery and just the hiking every day and just everywhere you pull up, it's just such a picturesque moment. The kids loved it. It was amazing. Definitely. Mate, how has fatherhood changed your outlook on how you approach life? Uh, I think it's given me a, a sense of purpose for sure. And then a sense of responsibility as well, you know, w- without being a father. I'm not saying that if you're not a father, you don't have responsibility, but the game changes quite a bit yeah. when you have young mouths to feed and you got put, you got to put food on the table and clothes on their back and a roof over their head. And I think you begin to realize the stakes at which you're playing and that it's no longer about you, which, which frankly forces you to become more of a man. You, know, you look at boyhood, for example, and, and young boys and young men uh, don't really necessarily produce more than they consume. They're consumers of resources, not necessarily producers of resources, which is fine. That's how we all were when we were young men. But when you transition from boyhood or a young man into a man, you get to the point where you are capable of producing more than you consume. Uh, 
And so for me, as I was uh, young and becoming a father, I had to learn not only to take care of myself, but then to take care of my wife and take care of my kids. And now we have four kids. Uh, so it does force you to step up and be a man and play for keeps and realize that it's not just about you. It's about something that's greater and grander than just yourself. Mate, hundred percent. Yeah. They're, they're creatures of, um, you know, habit in, in regards to what they see, aren't they? They, you know, they very rarely, you know, go off their own, own tangent. They're, they're so, you know, involved and, you know, in, in following, I guess, your example and, and not following, you know, what you tell them as much. Yeah. Yeah. Kids definitely follow your example. Uh, but you know, I do think they will go off the rails and they, they will get off track if they don't have a steady role model in their lives. Uh, so it's really our job to shape and mold our boys and our girls, our sons and our daughters and let them know what it means to be a good human. And I, I had a, a conversation with my second oldest son uh, just yesterday, I believe it was, and he had taken this toy and just destroyed it, like demolished it. He threw a rock on it and demolished it. And I said, why, you know, why did you do that? And he's like, I don't know. I just wanted to do it. And I said, you know, men are strong and we have the ability to use our strength for destructive purposes. Like you've done here, you are strong enough to destroy that toy, or you can use that strength and you can use it in a powerful, positive, uplifting way where you're building and creating. You know, if you came to me and you said, I want to take that toy apart because I want to see how it works. Got it. But if you're just going to be destructive for the nature of being destructive, that's not okay here. We got to harness the strength that we have and the strength that we possess for positive outcomes. So without a, a fatherly presence, I think that it's significantly easier for a child to go off the rails and do their own thing. And that's why it's so important that we stick around, that we raise them well. And that we also turn to the young boys and girls in our community and serve them as well, because they may not be as fortunate as, uh, as our sons and daughters are where they have an engaged father. Yeah. hundred percent, mate. Mate, how do you best manage your time throughout the week with obviously all the demands of fatherhood and then running order of the man and podcast and all this different stuff? How do you best manage your time? And are you someone that sticks to a schedule or are you someone who just sort of takes things by the fly? Uh, I, I stick to a schedule pretty well. I've got this that I have in front of me every single day. And so I'm planning out every single day. Um, after we're done here, I'm actually going to go in and just recap what I got done today and make sure that I got the things done that I wanted to and see what needs to roll over to tomorrow. Um, but I've also got exceptionally good at saying no <laughs> to, to things. Case in point, this podcast, right? Leroy, you said, hey, man, can we meet at you know, six o'clock or whatever? And I said, no, but I, ha I have to be done at five o'clock. Uh, because that's a commitment that I made to myself. And that's a commitment that I made to my family. So I have boundaries that I've established and I don't cross those boundaries. I uphold them. I honor them. I commit to them and I stick to them. Uh, and so, you know, I've missed some opportunities that would otherwise be present uh, or things that I could take advantage of, but I'm pretty, uh, pretty confident and comfortable with the decisions I make. And I live with the choices I make. There's this phenomenon of the fear of missing out, right? Everybody's like, oh, I wish I could do that. And I wish I could do this. Well, you can do those things or not. It's decisions, yeah. you know? So if I can't make it to an event or I see all my buddies getting together and I choose not to make it for one reason or the other, I try not to have that fear of missing out mentality because I consciously made that choice. And so we can't do everything. 
uh, we can do anything we, we really want to do, but we can't do everything. And I've gotten pretty good at, at filtering and deciphering what I should be doing and what I should not be doing. Yeah, mate, that's something I need to, I think, uh, switching the gear a little bit more and, you know, bring those boundaries a little bit, you know, tighter and not being pulled in 73 different directions at every hour of the day, because it does get a bit yeah. too much and it does take away from that quality time with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a level of congruency that I have in my life. I work here at my house. Uh, my children are intimately familiar with what I'm doing for work. My oldest son is involved in shipping orders for our hats and our shirts and battle planners and things like that. So he's actually involved in the business. So there's a level of congruency. I don't, I don't have to shift gears or, or take off my employer employee hat and put on my fatherhood hat. It's one hat. It's my life. It's all one and the same. And there's a lot of congruency in that as well. And I've, 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 I've made a lot of strides and done a lot of work over the past 10, 15 years to get to the point where we're in this position. Yeah, mate, I love that. And hearing that about your son, it, it reminds me of our situation as well, because we've got obviously the subs and the clothing and all the other stuff as well. And he's seven years old and he, he wanted a telescope. And I said, you know, right, we've got to do some more jobs around the house and save up your pocket money and then eventually we get it. And he goes, why don't I just design a t-shirt like you? And we just hear the uh, ka-ching noises come up on, on the phone and the computer. I'm like, yeah, well, we could do that. So we designed a kid's <laughs> shirt and put a dinosaur. That's better. And that's better yeah. than you vacuuming the house. Exactly. And he got his t-shirt two days later. I'm like, well, that was easy. <laughs> so, yeah. Mate, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a different world that they grow up in compared to, you know, what I, I think we went through. Well, and what a cool opportunity that you created for your son, because, you know, I didn't have that opportunity to no. create and design a shirt. I mean, that wouldn't even cross my mind, but at seven year old, seven years old, your son is seeing what his dad does. And he's like, well, I hear that thing ka-chinging on the phone. Like, I want to do that. And what a cool thing that you've created uh, for the capacity and space for him to be able to do that. Otherwise, yeah, he'd be vacuuming and dusting and doing all the things that, you know, I did as a kid doing dishes and yeah. washing the cars and stuff around the house to earn some extra money. Yeah, 100%, mate. Me too. Mate, is there a family ritual that you guys have each week up in Maine? Like, is it fish and chips down you know, by the beach or river, or are you, you know, family roast night or movie night or something like that? I mean, the biggest thing that we do is we just, we eat dinner every night together as a family. That's it. You know, I wish that wasn't so uncommon, but it seems to be increasingly uncommon that mothers and fathers with their kids get together and eat dinner and break bread and laugh and joke and debate and argue and cry. And, you know, all the, all the gambit of emotions that we experience and the conversations that we have, but uh, that's just one of the highlights of my day. And when we sit down and we'll sit down here, probably in the next 30 to 40 minutes from this, from this uh, recording, uh, we'll sit down and, and I'll ask the kids about their day. And we ask a tradition is what, what was your favorite part about the day? And so I get to learn about them and they get to learn about me and my wife, their mom, of course. And uh, it's, it's, it's not, a, it, it, it's not like this huge, amazing, elaborate tradition, but I'm telling you, it's very, very powerful. And we love that moment in each and every day. I, I love that. That's amazing. And it's, and it's so much harder to maintain unless you have those boundaries that you, you spoke about earlier. Well, I think it can be hard, but I don't think it has to be. You know, I, I, a lot of the times we use this concept of hard or difficult, or you don't know my situation as an excuse not to do it. And I'm not saying that, look, it's easier for me at this point in my life because I do work at home. 
we have a lot of, of, of luxuries. I have the ability to be here and be present. The income is where it needs to be so I can do that. And so, yes, I get it. There's a lot more conveniences for me to do that. But if it's important to you, you won't say it's hard and it won't use that as an excuse not to do it. You'll say, hey, you know what? This is challenging and we need to work our, our uh, some different scenarios and, 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 and tweak a few things in our schedule to make it work. But if it's a priority, you'll make it work. And if it's not, you'll say it's hard and you can't do it. Yeah, right. I love it. Mate, father of four, if you could go back to Ryan on day one of fatherhood, what would you tell yourself that you know to be true today? Man, that's tough. There's so much I wish I could just kind of slap myself around when I was 13 years younger because, uh, man, I didn't have any of this stuff figured out. How would I, right? How would I have this stuff figured out? Yeah. You know, for me, the biggest piece of a fatherhood advice that I've given to other men and that I would give to myself is that it's your job to render yourself obsolete. You know, so many of us, especially in this day and age, are have become helicopter parents and we bubble wrap and coddle our kids and make sure they don't deal with any hardship or heartache. And a lot of that is noble intentions. You know, you talk about giving your son an opportunity to design a t-shirt. That's a noble intention. You want to teach him that skill set and how to think about that and how to make money. Uh, but also, you know, there's there's value in him struggling to make money and him doing the dishes and dusting and all these things that and getting his first job, you know, all the things that that we did. Um but really what I've come to come to realize is that my job is to put myself out of work. It's to put myself in a position where I may be wanted by my children, but I'm not needed. You know, the reason they would call dad is not for some money because they can't deal with their, their rent or their mortgage, but they call to, to talk, to, to converse, to talk about life because they enjoy the sound of my voice because they enjoy our experiences together, not because they need something from daddy. And so every decision that I make from the way we discipline our children to the conversations that we're having is all with, with the idea in mind that I'm supposed to put myself out of a job. And that's a bittersweet thing when you see your kids. My oldest is 13 now, and he's become a lot more independent over the past, I would say, six to 12 months. Uh, it's, it's a little bittersweet. You know, you see him growing up and not needing you as much, and he doesn't want to hold your hand, of course, or, or, or show any physical affection or anything like that, like my four-year-old might. Uh, but then also, you know, I take a lot of pride in seeing him get physically stronger and mentally stronger and, and, and taking some risks and putting himself out there and participating on sports teams. So there's, there's a sense of pride in that, even though it is very, very challenging, but you know, fatherhood's not supposed to be easy and wonderful and it's supposed to be hard. And I'm, I'm grateful that it is because I've learned a lot from it. Yeah, mate. I love that answer. Mate, what advice would you have for new fathers out there or fathers in general about achieving success with their own health and fitness, fatherhood, or any business that they might be trying to get off the ground? Yeah. You know, I, I would, I would go back to boundaries on this one because what I'll see a lot of uh, new husbands and new fathers do is they will sacrifice their own health and their own mental and emotional well-being on the altar of their family. And they use it as a noble obstacle, right? Like, Hey, I can't go work out because my wife needs me at home. Hey, I, you know, I'd really like to go hang out with the boys and, 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 you know, go play basketball or, uh, you know, go on a hunt, but uh, my kids need me there. And there's truth to that, which makes it, a challenging obstacle because it is actually true. Like you should be there for your wife and you should be there for your kids. But what I encourage young husbands and young fathers to do is not to ditch their family or their friends rather, uh, not to ditch their hobbies and activities, but to create and establish some very clear 
uh, boundaries. And then of course, communicating those boundaries and those expectations with the people who are going to be impacted by them. You know, you have an obligation responsibility to communicate these things with your wife. You're not asking for permission. You're just getting on the same page. And I would tell my wife the same thing. If she wants to go out with her girlfriends or uh, she wants to take a beekeeping class and she's going to be gone two nights a week for the next four weeks, which is something she's done. Uh, I need to be supportive of her ability to go do that because she'll be able to come back to the relationship that much more engaged. Um, she doesn't need to ask me permission for those things. And I don't need to ask her permission to go to jujitsu or training. Uh, but we do get on the same page because we respect each other. So uh, yeah, carve out some time for yourself. Um, that might be early morning before the kids are out of bed and, and, and your wife's up and going. Uh, or late at night after you've had family dinner and you've put the kids down and now you're going to take an hour and work on the new blog or, 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 or go to the gym or whatever. Uh, but have those boundaries in place and make sure that you're honoring the boundaries, but then also honoring your commitments. Mate, great answer. Mate, I know you've got to get ready for dinner and um, time with the family. So first of all, I want to commend you for all the work that you're doing with men worldwide and, and the facilities you're putting in place online and you know offline to not only better their life for you know themselves and their children but also you know be able to do the same for your for your own family so mate where can people find you and what do you have coming up that they might be able to get involved in yeah order of man is the best place order uh or since you're listening to a podcast the podcast order a man podcast wherever you listen uh and between i think those two resources you'll find everything that we're doing uh, it's been a good ride. We've had, gosh, 350 or so incredible men on the podcast. I think we've done over 750 total podcasts now. We've been going strong for six years. So you'll find us just type order of man wherever you are and, and you'll, you'll track us down. We're, we're out there. Right, definitely. I'll make sure I've got it in the show notes. So for you guys running or at the gym right now, make sure you check out the description at the end of um, your session and you'll be able to get in touch with Ryan and um, make sure you go follow his socials as well, which will also be in the show notes. So mate, highly appreciate you jumping on the podcast today and taking the time out of your day and um, you go enjoy the rest of the night with the family. Thank you, brother. Appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, mate.